what you should do is go to your DraftKings or, or whatever and tell me the F1 odds or share your screen while you do it if you want. Share your screen. Can I even do that in Skype? Yeah. Oh, yes, I see it. You see it? I see all your prawn tabs. Shh, don't tell anybody. That's not F1 pinned. You've done it wrong. Because I'm, I haven't gone to it yet. Jeez, dude. Motorsports. You said English Premier League, right? I said motorsports. I demand it. You said water sports? Yes, yeah, water sports. Howdy, it's Wednesday, March 16th, 2022, and this is episode 169 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? We have something very good to talk about, but I won't spoil it. That's right. Marketing department put us under very strict orders. Yes, after the ad break. After the ad break. We've used this joke like six episodes in a row, I think. That's not a joke. It's how we make our, our living. We're just waiting for the ads to come in. We're waiting for that <laughs> ad network. We're, we keep the placeholder in place, and then every episode I have to take it out because we don't get any ads. Yeah, it's very sad. It is. But so that's it, not what's good. If you would like to advertise on Do For A Win and have like 75 cents burning a hole in your pocket, reach out to Craig. <laughs> 75 cents. I'll need more than that. <laughs> I need at least 76 cents. Uh, so in 1869, the Shelburne Hotel opened at Park Place in the Boardwalk, and you have linked to the Wikipedia article about the Shelburne Hotel. And let me tell you, it looks really good. It does look good. It's the the flag on top, I think, that like really makes this picture. It's just beautiful. Uh, so yeah, the Shelburne, now the location of the wild, wild west Atlantic City. I mean, this looks a, a bit like the Dennis, I have to say, but... Yeah, I think it's across from the dentist or I, i'm not entirely sure how that works because mm-hmm. you know the wild wild west is certainly the dentist i guess the dentist doesn't take up the whole width of the wild wild west it must be you know if you're going south on the boardwalk mm-hmm. just south of the dentist i think that has to be where it is i mean that would be where the wild wild west is so <laughs> yeah. that makes perfect sense wikipedia does say that it's at park place and the boardwalk that is wrong it's at michigan avenue and the boardwalk come on now wikipedia should go in and correct that for Wikipedia. Had a good run, 1869 to 1984. That is quite a long run. Good run. It's not Dennis Hotel long run, but yeah. nothing could ever beat the Dennis. But yeah, another one of those hotels that got into the 70s and 80s and got bought to be built demolished. as a, yeah. uh, as a casino. Yeah, demolished and, and built as a casino. The casino that it was supposed to be... The Carousel Club Hotel and Casino. Which I'd never even heard of as a thing. And I've read stuff about like all the proposed never completed Atlantic City stuff, and I've just never heard of this Carousel Club. So Also terrible news in eighteen sixty nine. I guess sort of founder, visionary of Atlantic City, Dr. Jonathan Pitney passed away, unfortunately. His Twitter account lives on. Is there a Dr. Jonathan Pitney Twitter? I yeah. need to follow this. Yeah, it, t- it talks all about Atlantic City. It's great. Oh, my gosh. Big big Atlantic City supporter, as was the original Dr. Jonathan Pitney. Uh, yes, I must follow. So, yeah, he's the one who was like, this is a health resort. You should mm-hmm. all come here. 
Atlantic City's amazing when it was just like, you know, some cows that they had to like drag through the water every day. Uh, and there was nothing else there. We can thank him for that wonderful content from a couple episodes ago. But yeah, he was like, you know, the big cheerleader who. Yeah, made Atlantic City happen. Wrote all about Atlantic City and how great it was. So I thought about making my Reddit username Dr. Jonathan Pitney. And then I saw that, you know, there was already a Twitter user, user Dr. Jonathan Pitney. And I was like, nah, I can't do it. That shtick has been taken. Can't go there. Uh, heartbreaking. If only he could see the beautiful city it has grown into. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in uh, 1969? I only got one thing, but it was a big thing. The Atlantic City Pop Festival, which happened August 1st through 3rd at the Atlantic City Race Course. We had somebody email us asking us to do a whole history segment about the Atlantic City Race Course, but I feel wholly inequipped to do that. Uh, this was two weeks before Woodstock in 1969. More than 100,000 people attended. Music acts included, in not in order of importance, Santana, Creedence Clearwater Revival, B.B. King, Janis Joplin, Little Richard, Three Dog Night, Jefferson Airplane, Chicago, The Birds, Joni Mitchell, and many, many more. That's a pretty loaded lineup, I have to say. It is. Uh, I also learned in this research that the Atlantic City race course is in Bay's Landing. It's not in Atlantic City, so this concert didn't even happen in Atlantic City. I thought it was in Hamilton. I thought I have yeah, uh, Ma- race corps. Mays La- Landing is in Hamilton Township. Okay. Yes, I this see. is New Jersey's township. Because that's where I get on the AC Expressway every, yes. every time I go. Yeah, it's like right on Route 40. Beautiful Hamilton Mall or whatever. I have to drive right by it. Yeah, I think it was right next to the Hamilton Mall. I think the yeah, race no, course I'm, was right next to it. Yeah. So, what do you think? We should have gone. When we, we should have gone. Negative if only we were 14 years old. Alive. It's quite the lineup, I have to say. How many of these bands are still kicking? I mean, Santana is like still touring, right? He's still huge. I mean, he had that song with Rob Thomas. That yeah. was like 25 years ago. Uh, I feel like he's still, still around. <laughs> Probably. Is Creedence uh, Clearwater Revival still doing stuff? I'm not sure. Did Certainly, B.B. King finally die? Is that, I think I he's think died. He's Janis Joplin died a long time ago. Little yeah. Richard, I think, just passed away not too long ago. Somebody is going to be like, all these people are still alive. You guys are yeah, pr- like, probably. What? You have- no, no, no. I'm, I'm quite sure that, yeah. that at least those three are, are dead, so. <laughs> All right. So that's the history. We have a correction. Well, not really a correction, but a terrible- I'm sure I'm being corrected, by the way, by, about what I just said. Yeah. So we'll do another correction. It'll be all the better time. because of my confidence, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Being like loudly and confidently wrong. Yes. Is the best way to be wrong. The only way to be wrong, frankly. Uh, so in the last episode, we talked about the AC pool scene and how it was lacking. And we mentioned Borgata. We mentioned Ocean. Somehow we did not mention the Hera's pool. The pool, as it is called. I mean, it's not like the most iconic pool in Atlantic City. I think it's a very reasonable oversight. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I mean, it's that big dome. I It is interesting that anytime I go by during the day, it doesn't seem super crowded. Yeah, it's just a pool during the day, I think. It's a legitimate just a pool. It's, I mean, it's sweet. It's got the big dome over it, the glass dome. Nice and warm in there, even in the winter. Get your, whatever you call it, lounger chair, deck chair thing. But apparently, costs money to get in, even if you're a hotel guest. Even during the day? Waved if you're diamond. Yeah, even during the mm. day. I think it's $20 per room. Let me tell you, last time I checked, which was this morning, I am still diamond. So same. I uh, can't say that for everybody. We'll get we'll get more into that. Well, yeah, you know, later. after the break. After 
yeah, th- this is the hot topic of discussion, so we really have to let it linger. That's right. So anyway, speaking of hot topics of discussion, when are we going to Atlantic City? We are going to Atlantic City in less than two weeks. Yeah, less than a week and a half, really. Yeah, so so what are those dates? 25th to 26th, one yes. night next Friday to Saturday. Is it just one night? Okay, so you tell me. I am staying for one night. So I brought it up with my wife and said, oh, I'll either come back, you know, Saturday evening sometime or Sunday. And she was like, why would you come back Saturday? <laughs> to which I was immediately like, oh, clearly I should stay Sunday. Stay until Sunday. Except the rooms are expensive. You had every opportunity to tell me to book you cool nugget. I don't know why you didn't do it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it's worth being there alone Craig. plus... No, I I figured it out. This is what we're doing. You're staying until Sunday, and I will pay for your room, and you don't need to worry about anything beyond that. Because it's at the Irish pub. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked at the Chelsea pub and Inn, which apparently is nice, by the way, the Chelsea, and it was like 200-something bucks, and I was like, oh, that's a lot. The I Irish pub, expecting. I think, is like $25 no, or something? No, not a, no. Uh, no probably like $45 on a, for a shared like room with like the bathroom down the hall or whatever. I bet it's more than that on a Saturday night. Well, there's only one way to find out. I will pay. I will pay. Mm, I don't think I can stay at the Irish pub. I don't think I can do that. Ah, come on. It, That's not proclaim... going to be fun. That's not going to be fun. You proclaim to love it. I love the bar, which is where I would go alone. on To get on wasted and then just pass out in some room somewhere. It's fine. That's true. Uh, my whole debate. So I need to leave very early on Sunday if I stay. Uh-huh. And I can't just go back to my beautiful hometown of Hoboken. I have to get to my in-laws, which is one town over from podcast sponsor Clark, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And that's like southwest of the city. And there's no way really to get there without going all the way back up to at least Newark and then taking a train back out. So I would either have to like take the bus up or the train up and then go back out or rent a car from Newark Airport, which costs – an extra Terrible. like 80 yeah, bucks because of all the extra that. tax and fees. So I, it's like, is the inconvenience of that worth the extra full night in Atlantic City? But also, you know, that gets you an extra dinner. It gets you the ability to drink more during the day. Well, well I'll probably I thought, take the bus if I go. I, yeah, I thought you were talking about taking a 7 p.m. bus, which would allow you to both eat dinner and drink during the day. That's true. There is a 7 p.m. bus. It's our bus. If you don't know the deal with our bus, they don't have their own buses. They just partner with other bus companies. And so there's a bus company that runs one day tours. You pay for a round trip and it's basically like, here's the pickup time at these eight different places. And then we'll take you to these three casinos. And then you got to check in by 6.30 PM at one of these three casinos to get back on the bus. So you can do the check-in part through our bus. But it makes it sound so confusing. I like, I do not like, this sounds like so much added stress to be like going to one of these casinos. It says like, go to the desk and ask for this bus company and tell them that you're checking in. I'm sure it would be fine. What's the worst thing that happens? I pay for a night, a few at the Irish pub. That's true. But I think my plan right now is to see if Tropicana or where has become comped for just me. And if that happens, I figure, okay, that's worth it. I'll just do it. And then I'll figure out from there. I can wake up and take a 7.30 train to Philly and then take a train up to somewhere in central Jersey. That sounds terrible. Terrible. Yeah, it would be fine. It would be shorter than the time that it takes me to get home if I go on the bus. I would take the 7 p.m. hour bus, I think. 
It's that's definitely the default. But the extra night, it just sounds so good. The extra night sounds so good. Uh, I don't think you get that much fry leaving at you know six a.m. the next day. Personally, but it's just me. Yeah, maybe. That's I'll I'll figure it out, and and no one will know because we won't have an episode before then. Right. So where are we going to stay if we're going to Atlantic City? Other than the Irish pub, obviously. Well, we have two places booked: ocean and resorts. Uh huh. We thought about here is a nugget, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't yep. do it because we stayed on the marina last time. I would have pushed, I think, for Harrah's and Nugget if we could have gotten Atrium, but denied. Before last weekend, we had the classic Caesars week of comps. And it started for me as just Harrah's comped on Friday and Saturday. And then it went to everything comped. And then by like Thursday, it was like any room at any hotel comped. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So it's possible that we totally do 180 on on these room plans, which is like my favorite thing in trip planning for AC is like constantly being like, ooh, can I get a little upgrade? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. If Atrium comes available, I mean, I'd have to call Golden Nugget because that's how it works. But we can see if I can get you there and I could get you there for two nights. I mean, God only knows how you get from Golden Nugget to the train station at 7 a.m. or whatever. But I think I'd rent a car in that situation. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was very expensive to rent a car. It is. But I mean, the train, I mean, the train is going to be like a hundred bucks. So yeah, at mean, some point. Our bus is cheap though. Our, yeah, it's 35. It's not that cheap. Gas prices, it, man, they'll get you. 30, but don't you get a uh, slot voucher or whatever? Not if you only do it going home. Oh, how would you come down? Probably Greyhound, which would get me a slot voucher. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just do our bus round trip? Wouldn't it be cheaper? Or is it? The our bus timing is not great. The our bus timing to leave is not great. Too late. I can't wait until 11. I got to be on the 10.30. <laughs> got to be on the 10.30. Fair. I, I understand now. I think I think you've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we mentioned having resorts in ocean. Mm-hmm. I did bring up uh, offline that we don't have to have two rooms, you know, if we have two beds. Uh-huh. The downside, of course, is that then we feel obligated to play in both places. Uh-huh. And and by we, you mean the person who's booked these rooms? Yes, go on. Yeah, whoever that person is. Yes, whichever one of us it was. So, like, we each have a room booked, and, like, uh-huh. we would really feel obligated yes. to, to play at the casino that we're staying at. Mm-hmm. And so my question, because you booked Ocean and you booked a two-queen room at Resorts, is are we getting the most utility by splitting our play between Ocean and Resorts, or are we better off just both staying at Resorts? And getting all of our play at resorts and not even having to worry about any ocean time. No, I don't think so. I think it's better to have rooms at two different casinos. <laughs> <laughs> do you like having the rooms in two different casinos because you like the splitting time? Or do you just uh, really want no, your own room? No, I, I think it's not that I like the splitting time. Though it's fine playing at two casinos, I think, is like a good number of casinos to feel like you can play at during a trip or whatever or should play at. I like having my own room, so yeah. What if it's the room with two bathrooms? <laughs> it's not really a bathroom thing. I don't care about bathrooms. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a bathroom thing for me. That's why I bring it up. That was where I was going with that. So who's staying where? I was thinking that I have not stayed in Ocean in a really long time, just by getting to Ocean rooms a lot. So I think I, I was going to plan on staying at Ocean, and I would put you at Resorts. I'm totally fine with that. I was I was thinking that you prefer. I got resorts, you. Yeah. I got you Rendezvous Tower because I know I you do like the Rendezvous. Can't Rendezvous. get enough of the Rendezvous Tower. That's why I booked that room specific. The one thing I really want to do at Ocean, jumping around on the agenda here, is the Nola's Bar. So uh-huh. that's one thing. If one of us is staying at Ocean. 
which is something that you probably care nothing about, like mm-hmm. going and getting a late night cocktail. I would probably like go after you went to bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and mean, then stumble back to resorts. Yeah, but it looks it looks nice. I need to do some reconnaissance on it and see if they actually have good cocktails. It's open until three in the morning. It checks a lot of boxes of things that my brother and I really want in an Atlantic City trip, and he was really lamenting the what's lack your, what's of. Your, what's your brother doing? I think he's on solo child duty. Makes it even easier to come to Atlantic City. I did say that, you know, kids love the ocean pool, but I think he's off Atlantic City. Uh, he's done with it. There's other places he'd rather go, better food, better drinks, which I can't fathom. Eh, sure. But if you really care about, you know, going and getting really good drinks. Uh, what's what's Dave doing next weekend? I have no idea. He could be staying in that resort room with you. Taking care of his puppy. That is what he's doing. Uh. Sounds like something he specifically doesn't need to be doing. Someone <laughs> needs to do. That is true. So I don't know. All these I have other questions listed here, but I don't think we need to get into them. Like you know, where do we want to end our nights? Who really cares? I don't. And yeah, I don't. I don't understand why that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess so. My my concern about the ocean thing was like, if I was staying at an ocean, you'd be potentially like burning your ocean comps. But I don't think that's going to be an issue. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think I'll be burning either either set of comps or whatever. I think it'll be fine. I think we've proven that you can lose enough at resorts in about 15 minutes uh, to be totally fine with. Re- I, re- I feel like there's been a lot of times that I've booked a resorts room or whatever, either for myself or for someone else. And I have gambled there for like 45 minutes, but I've lost so much in that 45 minutes <laughs> that they're still happy. So. They know. Yeah. They know. They're like, this guy booked this room. Yeah. We're just going to take his money real quick and then it's fine. You can keep the situation is, is not quite as bad as the crap situation I talked about on the last trip at Golden Nugget. But like, I've definitely had some craps experiences at resorts that were very similar to that. So where it's like, oh yeah, like $600 just gone in like, you know, half hour or something. (laughs) Great. Like your, your theoretical for nights that you book a room at resorts. It's pretty, pretty low. Yeah. It's low, but But the the actual, actual, yeah, yeah, it's huge. Especially on a per hour basis. It's just crazy high. Uh, what about stuff you want to do, places you want to go? We picked Boardwalk over Marina. What are yep. the things you want to do? I mean, I see that you have a list that is sort of prompting me a little bit. And I you always have Do- a list. Doherty's Happy Hour, which sounds good to me. It definitely was fantastic last time I went. Uh, I will absolutely do it again. I mentioned that there is a breakfast place kind of just north of Ocean, kind of near the whatever that pizza place is that's very popular. Tony Bologna's. Tony Bologna's. Uh, There's that's a breakfast place? supposedly pretty good. It's like bagels and more or something. I will do the, yeah. the, tap, the tapping like the people always demand of me. You've mentioned a few places. You mentioned the breakfast place. You mentioned a couple Mexican places. Yeah, the, a couple Mexican places. Uh, let's see. Hot bagels and more. Yes, apparently it's good. Off of New Hampshire, quite close to the end of Atlantic City, I guess. I love me some bagels. Yeah, so that could be good. You could do a little breakfast there, see what it's like. Yeah, I could do uh, ponchos down next to White House. I could do the other Mexican restaurant that's right next to the outlets as well. Is that called Los Amigos? I uh, That sounds right. It's this called is... Mexican Restaurant on uh, <laughs> Google Maps, <laughs> Google Maps. I know, <laughs> but... Yeah, it's Los Amigos, but you're right. It says When you go to Google Maps, it just says Mexican Restaurant. <laughs> Hey, if you're going to Google Mexican restaurant, it takes you right there. I like that we say this when I know that the only place I'm ever going to actually eat is Dunkin' Donuts at resorts, but we can we can pretend. I did list in the notes, uh, resorts food court times 10. Yeah. Uh, which we'll probably do. But, you know, you can go with the Dunkin' there and the Haagen-Dazs and the Soup Man because they have pretzels. 
you can go to the resort's food court like six times in a in a one night trip and never actually eat a meal there. Yeah. You know, so you can still also do the bagel place. You can do your Doherty's happy hour. Yeah. It's actually, that works perfectly. Doherty's happy hour and then like a late night pretzel or haagen or whatever. Sounds great. Yeah. We haven't mentioned anything on the Orange Loop. We could do something on the Orange Loop. I mean, I thought Bray was very good when we went. Um, I could eat another jambalaya because it was excellent. Yeah, the thing that I keep seeing that I really want to try is Cuzzy's Pizza Kitchen. What, I've never heard of such a place, even though I'm sure we've talked about it. It's the old Iron Room space. The old, well, the old new Iron Room space. <laughs> when the Iron Room moved next to Rhythm and Spirits and became a coffee shop, that, that is now Cuzzy's, owned by the same people. Like the Iron Room when it was like way out near. That was the old Iron Room space okay. when it was out at the. Yeah, out near uh, Atlanta Club. Yeah, except like way out. Right, but out, farther. Uh, was like toward, was it by Baderfield? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was across from yes. Baderfield. Uh, so. Near Vagabond, I'll say. Vagabond also, I mean, I don't think we'll make it out there, but. It's very good. I would like to go back to Vagabond. But yeah, so I was thinking about like, oh, I'd really like to go to Cuzzy's. I'd like to go back to Rhythm and Spirits. And then I saw Bure post on Facebook and I was like, we should go back to Bure. It was very good. My jambalaya was, was excellent. So I don't know. All those places. I Go to Kelsey's. I've never been. That's also supposed to be very good. True. We have been on a little kick of doing dive bars. Yeah. The one that we have not done that's very close to the resorts area is Atlantic City Bar and Grill. Never heard of such a place. So I always get it confused with Ducktown. Uh-huh. I think it also has a green and yellow sign. And so in my mind, they're very confused, but they're not actually that close to each other. But it looks like a divier version of Ducktown. And it's right there on Pacific, like outside of, I don't remember which one, resorts maybe. That's one option. We could just go back to Piccolilli or Irish Pub, because those are right there. Uh, you know, I like the Piccolilli wings. Yeah. I feel like if we're staying at resorts, you kind of have to get the Piccolilli wings. You do, don't you? Especially the last room I had at resorts where it just overlooked literally Piccadilly. <laughs> they knew what I wanted and they gave yeah. it to me. Uh, yeah, that's true. But we have to do a dive bar, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. The other thing I always have in my head is I want to go back to Little Water, but I, I think the only way I'm going to do that is if I'm staying later than you and take a cab out there. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I just don't think that's going to happen. It's not something I necessarily want to do. I thought the seed was fine i could sit in there while you went to the little water if you want to do something but i would try another flight at the seat too but i'd ra- i'd rather go to a dive bar i think than yeah i agree with that all right lots of maybe snow concrete plans that's how perfect we roll. that's i mean that is how i roll literally so. do you have any other trip stuff you want to talk about nope because that's how i roll big big meetup wear your shirts do for wind shirts i want to see them i want to see them in the wild we'll be there you know midday friday the 25th to when are you leaving on saturday I don't know yet. I'd have to. I still have to talk to my wife about it. I don't think it's going to be super early though. Seven p.m. Uh, probably a little bit before that. But... Don't you want to drive me to the train <laughs> in in Philly? <laughs> yeah, I could drive you to the train in Philly probably, but it won't be at seven p.m. You did that once, and you had regrets. I think major regrets. I pick, I picked you up from the train in Philly, and traffic was horrific getting you. So yeah, I think it's one of those things where if there's not traffic, it's like it's fine, barely yeah. any added time. But yeah, that's right. rare. So we mentioned some some Orange Loop stuff, and this is my perfect segue because Mark Colasso, the owner of Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall, Bar 32, Cuzzy's Pizza, and Rhythm and Smirts, all of those things, was on the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. 
And uh, it's a really good interview. He mentions one of the things he mentions that you should go listen for is his top three pizza places. And he purposely did not include his own Cuzzy's Pizza Kitchen. I won't give any spoilers, but you should go check. And uh, but I will say no overlap with Amy S. Rosenberg's list. Really? Uh, because Amy S. Rosenberg's list was entirely boardwalk based. I see. I see. All I could say is if it has uh, what Tony Bologna's, it's it's pretty weak. But <laughs> it does. I'll give that spoiler. <laughs> I went once, and it was good, not great. It was far worse than the slice that we got at Steel Pier. Let's put it that way. Oh, Steel Pier is so good. Looks good. A- add that to the list. Good. Steel Pier pizza. Yeah. So I'll link to that in the show notes. It's also in our Facebook group if you go to our Facebook group. What else do you want to talk about? So the Ocean has released some renderings of the new sports book they're building that we talked about briefly a couple episodes ago. They were released on Facebook, and I have to say, it looks very nice. It does look very nice. It's big. I like the second floor. It like, really makes it look quite classy, right, with the couches? Yeah, the balcony. Oh, the sort the of balcony. raised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a balcony area. Yeah, the balcony. And then there's also like a raised center bar. In the middle, right. And both but- of those things look pretty classy. The balcony, I think, looks nice. Also with a bar up there. So I don't know if that's the existing sort of on the balcony bar mm-hmm. that's near HQ2, which would mean that this is ripping out like a bunch of casino space. Oh, yeah, maybe. Or if this is, there actually is a balcony sort of thing that nothing's going on at over the current sports book. Oh, there, there is, remember? Because we, saw we were Mark there Wahlberg. at opening and Mark Wahlberg was up there, right? He was with the then owner, Bruce Dyfick. Yes. Uh, may he rest in peace. May he and rest in peace. I don't know if it's that balcony and they're just blowing out the current sports book and making it bigger, mm-hmm. or if it's going to be over by that, like more in the HQ2 area. The other big addition is outside of this uh, elevated bar is table games, mm-hmm. blackjack and such. Are you excited for table games in the sports book? Do you not no. need? Table I'm games? sure there are six to five or whatever, so it doesn't mean anything to me. But yeah, the table games in the sports book, I don't know. That doesn't do anything for me. They would, they would, they would have to be six to five, I would think. And like, even the regular blackjack table has TVs, so it doesn't really do do a whole lot for me. It just seems like a more loud and crowded version of blackjack table. <laughs> yes, that's true. They named it. It's the gallery bar book and games. It's no Bills, Poker, and Ponies, but no name could be as good as that. Billy's, Poker, and Ponies. Speaking of names, not on the agenda, the the thing that's going to be out in the courtyard in front of the Dennis Tower at Bally's Uh is going to be called The Yard. The Yard? The thing we talked about extensively last episode? I really, I, the more I think about that, the more I'm into it. I think it's going to be really Oh yeah, I think it'll be great. I I have high, high hopes for that. I have high hopes just about going to Atlantic City for the first time in 2022. Next week. I keep thinking, what is going to get our plans canceled this time? Because the last two times I've tried to go, <laughs> it's been canceled. So I've been bitten twice, I guess. And so I'm like gun shy about it. Uh, we'll like, see. I, I'm not even getting my hopes up about it. Uh, sure, my kids will get COVID and that'll be that. I mean, that's your kids. I don't see how that affects that's you. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. You are vaccinated. I yeah. mean, I think it's like... And I had COVID. It's probably like ago. still a little shady to do that, but only a little shady at this point. Not as extremely shady as it would have been like a year ago i i think it's not that shady because i just had covid so i I feel like it's fine no no i i stick by my words we didn't get into all the uh the press release speak from from the gallery 
there's not too much, but I, I do have to say, through customizable lighting and a unique blend of rich textures and luxurious finishes. Oh boy. The gallery will set the stage for social gaming, big game nights, and an unforgettable after hours experience. I think at, at episode 200, we're going to need you to read the Kiss Kiss A Go Go. <laughs> oh, I think so. That's still okay. over a year away. Yeah. I thought that they weren't going to use the word experience, and then they ended it with experience. Oh, yeah. so it, is, it is an experience, an after hours experience. Mm. I hope that it's less smoky than the current sportsbook. So, the uh, biggest news in the gambling <laughs> world. Yeah, so Caesars has recently changed their rules for their status match, and it the page now says Caesars Rewards will not grant status to Wyndham Rewards members who came into their Wyndham Rewards program from a tier match promotion with other programs or previously had Caesars Rewards status that was about to expire, and vice versa. So basically, what they're trying to say is that you cannot just match back and forth every year from Wyndham to Caesars to Wyndham to Caesars to Wyndham to Caesars, like... Basically, every human has done the last, <laughs> I don't know, five years at least. For a long time. So. People are big mad. Oh, really? I can't imagine. The latest update is that people, including our friend Dave, uh-huh. have been upgraded. They were upgraded in, in February. And then they got an email from Caesars saying, sorry about that. We're actually downgrading you and you're gold now. So our friend Dave is gold. A bunch of people are posting in. All of the Atlantic City and Vegas Facebook groups saying that they've been downgraded. People are very upset about it. We have a question from Dave about it. So Dave said, how will Caesar's ridiculously dumb handling of their diamond match downgrade impact your play at CET properties? It's obviously not a good thing. It's obviously not well done. Uh, It's not well thought out by them. And it certainly won't help my play any. I think the big difference between this and Bally's is that like everyone who was doing this knew it was like <laughs> a little bit outside of the spirit of the rules I guess yes. right like no one is like I'm doing this thing it's completely legit like this is exactly what Caesar's intended when Bally's just like decided to randomly downgrade me and everyone else pretty much and take away all of their you know free dinners and everything like I didn't do anything wrong then, right? Like, they just gave me the black card or whatever it was then, and then they just randomly, arbitrarily took it away. And the same thing when Ocean just decided to, like, expire everyone's comps, right? It's it, This is much less bad, I think, than those two things that happened. Yeah, I think if we're ranking them, the Ocean expiring everybody's comps that they earned <laughs> is by far the worst of those things. Uh-huh. The, the Bally's status match thing is just a complete bait-and-switch in terms of here's this new ownership group at this new casino with a new players club and they're going to give you status and then they're just completely changing the rules of the game right this is sort of changing the rules of the game but the game is very shady right right? so it's i agree um and i i never felt like i deserved really this status and some of the entitlement i've seen on the posts in Facebook groups, I'm a little bit like, like, I understand that you're mad, but at the same time, like, if this is the only way you're getting into Diamond every year, like, eh, I like don't me. know how much you can really complain. Well, other than the year I earned it, but yeah. That's true. Dave did make the point, which I agree with, which is that, you know, if you make this decision now, don't downgrade people. Just say, look, you're not getting the $100 celebration dinner this year. <laughs> because I'm going to bet that that's a huge percentage of 
the actual like value that people who are matching this way get it. Uh, like, I don't get. know. Uh, I bet it's it's an important part of the value, but so Dave's question is like, how will this impact your play? And for me, like the biggest part of the impact on my play is going to be that it makes me a lot less likely to stay at a CET property because I'm going to have to pay resort fees to do that now, whereas I didn't before. So if I have like a couple options, like the Caesars option was always like a bit more appealing because I knew it would be zero dollars or whatever, or I guess like what, five dollars or whatever it was. Yeah. So like, I, I think the resort fees is, is a pretty big part of it too, because like, I, I, I don't know how many like, like just like credit card normies were like just doing this just to get the hundred dollar dinner, probably certainly non-zero, but in our group, in like this gambling group, I know a lot of people took advantage of this just to get resort fees knocked off their rooms at Caesars. Yeah, I mean, there's also the lounge access, but they've sort of adjusted but they for kinda, that. But they kind of the, took care of that already, I think. Yeah, so you need twelve fifty in comps, $12.50 in comps, so like... Or 15,000 tier credits or 25,000 tier credits or whatever it was. Yeah, so, oh, so with the celebration dinner, that's also another point. So MGM, they do a $100 celebration dinner now if you're gold, but you have to earn it in that year. So even if you're gold for the year, you have to get to whatever 75,000 tier credits or something. I don't know if that's the right number, but some number of tier credits in the year. And then it triggers the hundred dollar celebration. dinner. So that would have been another way to do it that, that I think would have been an easy way to handle it. But I mean, I'm, this is not original, an original thought. A lot of people have, a lot of other podcasters have said this on social media. Caesars surely has looked at the people who have done this and realized that they don't care if they lose your play. Right. Like, no, the Caesars does not care at all if Dave does not come back to the Caesars property. Yeah, like they've done the math. They know that a bunch of these people aren't playing. I think I would guess that you're wrong about how few people are just going and getting the celebration dinner just by... Maybe. Just yeah. based on how pre prevalent this has been on travel blogs that have nothing really to do with right, gambling. Right, just the, the credit card people. Yeah, and the Miles people, right. um, which I, there's a lot of overlap. Um, and another unoriginal thought <laughs> that I had is, you know, every year in late January, early February, there are 50 posts about this on travel blogs say, with detailed instructions on how to do it. And it can only last so long. And I was surprised that it lasted as long as it did with as public knowledge as it was. And I think like back in the day, when Eric Rosenthal and and Michael Traeger and other people were doing this sort of stuff, um, I mean, a lot of people were doing this sort of stuff, but those are the people who were sort of in our, uh, <laughs> like, people that we knew and, and had talked to. They were not, like, shouting this stuff from the rooftops. And it, there was an understood thing that you don't just go, like, publishing this stuff because <laughs> it'll get taken away. And now that idea is just gone. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I disagree. I, I mean, believe me, I know some people that are pretty heavy into like the, the points game and stuff. And that is their opinion on all this. I, I don't, I, I'm of two minds on that, but yes, I think most people who, who do like the travel stuff quite heavily would agree with you. That it's a, an issue with all the, that, that like people who publicize this information are like the enemy pretty much because they're the ones that make it go away i don't think they're the enemy because i don't actually care that much if it goes away like I, I you know get it while it lasted like if you're looking for a reason this surely created an, inf an influx of people doing it um so like that can only last for so long so i'm not making like a value judgment on the people who are doing it 
like who are posting it, but just, you know, know the result is that it's going to like burn bright and hot for a short amount of time and then it's going to go away rather than like you're going to be like a few people are going to be able to take advantage of this thing for a very long time. Is that all we have to say about the hottest topic in gaming today? Yeah, it's it's a bit dumb, but it's less dumb than something some other people have done, but that's a pretty low bar. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting point. We we are both still diamond as of yeah, today. As of today, as of earlier today, I was still diamond. I expect it's going to go away because this should capture me pretty much, unless it's possible when they're doing the analysis on their side, they're like really just taking out the people who like do not gamble, and like we may avoid it if that's what they're doing or they may just be going through it in some methodol like methodical way and it'll they'll get to us eventually i'm not sure it could be it's 50 50 to me so yeah i mean it's possible and i've seen it suggested that it's people who gambled either like not at all in 2021 or earned you know fewer than whatever 50 or 100 tier credits right Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, every time I get an email, I think I'm going to get the email. I just assume because I didn't earn very many tier credits in, in 2021. There have been points, things like the mileage stuff that like I would have been eligible to get caught up in. And I think it's like other reasons I haven't had accounts canceled or like whatever, more or less, or like points clawed back. So I think there <laughs> are like other other decisions that go into this for the companies. Yeah. And, like, basically, I think if you're a profitable customer to this casino, like, they care about you a lot more than if you were, like, a deeply unprofitable customer. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've am i done a good job, if nothing else, of being a profitable customer for casinos. So, <laughs> unfortunately. I would guess that I'm, like, slightly, slightly profitable for Caesars, even with the $100 celebration that I actually used. Mm-hmm. And I'm ju- they're just not giving me much with it right like i'm also not taking a lot out of the system (laughs) so i don't know like i'm not going and saying a bunch of nights and then no playing them and getting you know not paying for a room and not getting resort fees i guess the comps would go away pretty quickly but like not paying resort fees and all that stuff. i mean you 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 tried to in february but you failed i did yeah you want you wanted to no play them but you couldn't do it maybe that will single-handedly save my diamond status canceling that that room Mm -hmm. the other thought i had is if they don't downgrade us it has to only be because they know that you can't F with do for a win. That's true. It's possible, but it's not possible. No, <laughs> we'll go straight to our socials. We'll blast them. If nothing else, you know that I am known for just blasting people on social media. I do. Yeah. You have a very, very active social media account. <laughs> I know. Last posted in 2009, I think. <laughs> you like and reply to some uh, stuff. I, I do like and reply to things. Yes. So you mentioned paying five bucks a night mm-hmm. at Caesars with the wave resort fees. Yeah. It's no longer five bucks a night. It's seven bucks a night. We we just got ourselves two two new data points for two properties as well. So We did. So I need to update all the items. I don't know if there are increases beyond this at certain properties, but as of March 1st of this year, there is a new $2 per day surcharge imposed on each occupied room. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Atlantic City. So it's a new luxury tax and fee or whatever. I don't know if it's actually a luxury tax, but it's a new fee. And so all your rooms are two bucks more expensive. So keep that in mind. And I'm guessing that that means that the comp rooms at Caesars will be seven instead of five. There was already a $2 fee. What's this new $2 fee? I hate it. (laughs) I actually don't really care. All right. So February data. Hey, I got more to say about this fee. All right, go ahead. Shouldn't they be building us a stadium with this fee? Isn't that what Las Vegas did? 
go fix up the Sandcastle Stadium yeah, and get us true. a baseball team back. Put uh, Atlantic City we, FC we need, in there. We need an Atlantic League baseball team. I want Atlantic City FC to be an MLS Pro Next or whatever, the, the feeder league to MLS. Let's do it. They're like not even in USL anymore, I don't think. Anyways, yeah, let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah. So February data, it came out. And I have to say, it looks quite good. Yeah. Uh, good talk. February data done. Done. No, it's, it was strong. Uh, so it was a $212 million month compared to January, which was a $183 million month. And if you compare it to February 2021, which was a $148 million month. Yeah, it, it looks strong. So uh, the top gainers year over year, Hard Rock was up 59% year over year from... 23.5 million to 37.5 million more or less ocean was up also 58 percent or yeah 58 percent from uh basically 18.9 million to 29.6 million dollars so they were the two biggest gainers the two smallest gainers because there were no losers were in second to last place harris was only in quotes up 31 percent from uh, 15 million to basically 20 million and then Tropicana was up 8%, which in a normal one sounds good, but compared to everyone else, which who was in the 40s and 50s, seems absolutely putrid from 16 million to 17 million, more or less. So I don't know. You mentioned Tropicana last month is a disappointing one. And I think this, 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 this is a, just a disaster for them. Bally's is my favorite number here because it's up 54% year over year. It's up 22% month over month, except that. February of 21, Bally's made $6.9 million, which is an unheard of number. number. That's so bad. And January, it made me audibly gasp with $8.8 million. So they're over 10 again. We had nobody under 10. But it's just funny to see this giant 54% year-over-year gain. And then you're like, oh, it was because they had $6.something million in in 2020. We're only down 2% from 2019 numbers, which I think is a really good sign. This is, again, something we've been talking about for months. I think it's sort of back on track for for more of the same. I think January, I was a little like, this is, wasn't as great, even though you kind of talked me out of it last episode. Yeah, January, uh, I think, was, was good, and February, I think, is is very good. So Yeah. Same one, two, three, as usual. Borg one, number one, 52.8. Hard Rock, number two, and Ocean, number three. So that's the way it goes. Any other <laughs> thoughts on the data? Tropicana's number is bad. That's pretty much it. But everyone's numbers are, are by and large good. Yeah, I mean, Tropicana is like way, way down from from 2019. I mean, I, I think the 2020, I mean, from 2020, I think 2021, you can't really compare that directly because I think I keep saying 2019 instead of 2020. <laughs> so the whole month was down 2% from 2020, two years ago, not 2019. Um, Tropicana, though, yeah, it's down a lot from from 2020. Which is, you know, still right before the pandemic. You know, you didn't see the pandemic stuff fall off until March. We, I don't think people really even knew that it was in the U.S. and prevalent until March. Of yeah, I think it was like very early March or like the first couple of cases were probably like end of January, but it was like really one or two cases. It was like not becoming a thing until the beginning of March, I think. Yeah, I don't think it was affecting anybody's like travel behavior until March. So yeah. comparing to these early months of 2020, I think is more relevant and to see Tropicana down just huge from 2020 you know 17 million instead of 26 million like that's pretty bad <laughs> it's it's not good tropicana is not doing well 
Yeah, I mean, really, like, I mean, Tropicana and Heroes, I, I feel like, are both kind of disappointing. As far as I can tell, El Dorado is just running Caesars into the ground, but we'll see what happens. And it's all because they're taking away people's diamond status. That's true. That was probably the thing. And people knew it was coming and then couldn't frequent there. You know what's going to happen is their March numbers are going to be horrible on the like raw revenue numbers. And then we're going to get Q1 profit data and they're going to be, like, be like, blowing oh, everybody away. Yeah. yeah, probably. That's how that works. <laughs> probably. It's like, oh, now we see. All, All right. right. So anyway, Jeez. if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for Send Craig questions on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. And you can send, email Craig your questions to do for win at gmail.com where he will probably not respond to them. And we also won't read them on air. Hey, we have one. It's almost a month. Oh no, it's exactly a month old. And, uh, Pat G, we will get to it. We will get to it on a slower episode. It's going to happen. You're awful. I mean, that was known. <laughs> any last words before we get to Boardwalk Empire? We watch Boardwalk Empire. I don't have any last words. Come uh, see us in Atlantic City. Yeah, come see us in Atlantic City. If you know me, there's you know that there's nothing I'd rather do than talk to you. That's true. <laughs> so we, we had an episode. Uh, we talked a little bit about it before this episode. And... Just to say there was no Jillian in it. That's true. I, I, there's nothing more to say. I think that's it. So basically it was just kind of setting up the conflict. I guess all of the conflicts. We find out that Narcisse is in league with uh, Mazaria selling heroin. Nucky founds out because his friend in Florida, whose name I don't know, overhears people talking about it and, and lets him know. So... Nucky abducts Meyer Lansky, more or less, and forces a meeting with Mazaria. Where, like I said, he finds out that he's in league with Narcisse and they're selling heroin. Uh, Nucky agrees to become part of the group. But uh, I guess slightly before this, we also got to see Narcisse and Chalky's plotline move ahead forward. Uh, with Chalky trying to kill Narcisse and failing. And Narcisse is basically demanding that Nucky deliver him Chalky as part of being cut into this deal. Which would presumably be a huge amount of money for Nucky. We also find out that it seems like Bader is turning his back on Nucky a little bit and working with Narcisse, though we don't know the full story of that quite yet. I don't know. What else? What else do you have to say? Yeah, I mean, definitely Narcisse pulling all the strings. That's sort of where this is going. Yeah. Uh, and and Rothstein and uh, Margaret. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Rothstein's trying to make a play. Uh, might be trying to make more than one play. Yeah. Rothstein, yeah, yeah. uh, we sort of talked about him being played for a rube by this shady stockbroker mm-hmm. guy and it turns out that you know rothstein's trying to be the one doing the playing what else oh they tried to kill al who i th- i'm assuming the people who tried to kill al are the same people who actually did kill o'banion and now van alden is with with al based on the you know assumption that van alden ki- actually did kill o'banion but- so i think the implication was at least in al's mind that uh torio was behind this yes it did seem that way do we think, like, what do we think the odds are that Torio is the one that actually had O'Banion killed and then tried to do this? Because it, it would sort of add up a little bit, I think. It would. They're definitely trying to make Torio seem kind of dumb right now. And I think that that is something that the show does is, like, you know, try to surprise you a little bit with Oh, I, I don't think they make him seem dumb. He seems like he knows what's going on. Or like not dumb, but sort of like checked out, I guess, have been like annoyed. I don't, I don't think so. It, it does it in a superficial way where it makes it actually not seem like that at all. 
maybe I just take everything super literally and that, maybe that is how that goes. Uh, the other thing is the whole Eli. So Eli is working with Knox slash Tolliver, the FBI guy. Uh, it seems like we're 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 about due for Knox to decide to work with actually Eli and Nucky to me. But yeah, so he's pissed at Jagger Hoover. We also see like Eli is is helping Knox because he's trying to save his son, but then he realizes that his son is actually already in with Nucky. So there's sort of this. Like, yeah, it seems uh, like Eli may now? be changing his mind too. So. Yeah, so uh, I'm assuming we'll get. A lot of movement on that, and then also just like you said, the whole setup for the Shocky thing. How do you feel about the last two episodes setup? Uh, seems fine. I thought this episode was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I said last episode. I thought this is all setting up really well for the last three episodes, and then again, this episode is like a lot more setup. But I think it set it up even more in a way where they're like the stakes are extremely high. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's setting up very well. It's interesting to see what's what's going on with Ed Bader. Certainly, you know, him double crossing Nucky like this. That's not how you get your name on uh you know, an important airport slash space in Atlantic City. So I like that Ed Bader showed some stones though, because he's like a nobody character in this whole show and yeah. they finally give him a little bit of uh I mean I'm sure he's just getting paid. Let's not give this man any credit. All right. All right. Is that it for Boardwalk I, Empire? I think that's it. We've only got 10 for... episodes left in the entire series. It doesn't make me sad to hear that. I mean, as always, I enjoyed it when I was watching it, but it's like something that I sort of dread every every week or whatever. <laughs> you got to squeeze it in. I know. Anyway, thank you all very much for listening, and, and hopefully we'll see some of you uh, next weekend. So you mentioned your favorite thing in the world is people coming up to you and talking to you at the casino. Uh-huh. But I saw on Facebook you were at Disney World wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt that uh, said Kyle I, on it. Look, look. <laughs> you can you can include this. This is fine. Um this was not an optional thing for me. <laughs> it was made very clear to me that that I had no agency in this moment, so so, Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I'm not surprised by a lot of things I see, but I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe that he was. But now, now, of course, my first thought was, how do I get him to wear this shirt in Atlantic City? Oh, my Disney World shirt? <laughs> yeah. I, I would only do it if you wore a matching shirt with me, Greg.